The Kraft Foods Company presents The Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> it's The Great Gildersleeve, starring Harold Perry, brought to you by The Kraft Foods Company makers of parquet margarine and a complete line of famous quality food products. Now let's join the great Gildersleeve. He has battled his way through Christmas and New Year's. He has forced himself back into the routine of work at the office. He has savored the bliss of the children's return to school. And now comes Saturday, a nice, bright, wintry Saturday. I didn't know you were here. Uh, yes, my dear, I live here. Yeah. Has the mail come yet? I couldn't say. I haven't heard anything. Well, I might just look anyway. Hmm. It has come. Well. Well, where is it? Where's what? The mail. Oh, there wasn't anything for me, so I just left it in the box. <laughs> My dear, you've got to learn to be more thoughtful of others. You've got... Is it just a bunch of bills? That's all. Then let them lay. <laughs> okay. Wish I could leave them out there till February. <laughs> I'm as restless as a willow in a windstorm. I'm as jumpy as a puppet on a Well, yes and no, Bertie. I was trying to read the morning paper. Yes, sir. Well, as long as you ain't doing anything, I wonder could you fix my electric iron. Iron? What's the matter with it? Look here. Oh, cord burned out. Well, I don't like to fool with electrical things, Bertie. Dangerous. But I'll take it down to the man and let him do it. Yes, sir. Those fellows don't seem to mind electrical shocks. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, when was you thinking of going downtown, Miss Gilsey? Oh, later, Bertie. May not go to the office today, but if you'll just leave the iron here, I'll be sure and take it when I go out. Yes, sir. I'll leave it back here on the hall table. I'm as busy as a spider spinning daydreams. I'm as giddy as a baby on a swing. What the devil is that song, Marjorie? It might as well be spring. Might as well be anything. <laughs> If you're going to play it, my dear, learn it. That's what I'm trying to do. Hi, Elk. Take us easy today, huh? Well, I may go down to the office later, my boy. Stick in your shirt tail. On Saturday? Okay, okay. <laughs> but I feel so gay in a melancholy way that it might as well be spring. Oh, for corn's sake. It might Shut up. My dear, if you wish to resume your piano lessons... Oh, no, I just want to learn this one piece. You know why she's so crazy about that song, Unc? I can't imagine. It's her and Marshall's song. Leroy, you're a little sneak. She and Marshall Bullard sang it to each other all the time. We did not. 
It just happens to be a very beautiful song, and I'm going to learn it, whether anybody likes it or not. Marjorie, Well, you I... can't learn it right now, sister dear. I have to practice. Leroy, the only time you ever want to practice is when I want the piano. I practice every day, faithfully. Listen, Uncle, you want to hear my new piece? All I want is a chance to read the morning paper. <laughs> oh, you like it, Uncle. I play it pretty good now. Miss Roots admitted last week I played it pretty good. That sounds horrible, doesn't it? Oh, where's that electric iron? I'm getting out of here. Never guess in a thousand years, so I'll tell you as soon as I get my coat off. Yeah, getting pretty nippy out. Now, uh, cold, all right. Uh, have you guessed? No, I give up. All right, Ben is back. I said Ben is back. Ben Waterford. He's been in town three days. Well, what of it? Marjorie, you used to see Ben quite a bit before he went into the Navy. I was a child then. So was he. But you're old friends. I thought you'd be pleased to hear he's back home, safe and sound. Uncle Mort, Ben doesn't mean a thing to me. Perhaps you've forgotten he got engaged to a girl back east. It was practically the first thing he did in the Navy. Well, he didn't get married. Ben's a good, sensible boy. I imagine he'll be coming around to see you. What am I supposed to do? Jump up and down and say, goody, goody? My dear. You say he's been in town three days? He hasn't even called me up. Well, he was always a little bashful. Maybe he still is. After two years in the Navy? (laughs) Marjorie, I'm not trying to start an argument. I just thought you might be glad to hear he's at home. Not particularly. I believe I've mentioned to you that Marshall Bullard and I have an understanding. Marshall Bullard. (laughs) Is that who you were expecting a letter from this morning? Of course. He's written me every day since he went back to school. I'll not have you corresponding with young men behind my back. Well, what do you want to do, look over my shoulder? <laughs> you know how I feel about that Marshall Bullard. Yes, but why? Well, I... it's hard to say exactly. You've never liked any boy I've liked, that's why. That's not true, my dear. Now, take Ben. Oh, Ben, you don't like Marshall and you hated Keith and... Keith wasn't so bad. You said he was. There must have been something wrong with him. <laughs> I have an instinct about these things, Marjorie, and my instinct tells me not to trust Marshall Bullard. Now, Ben... You still haven't given one reason why you don't like Marshall. Well, because I don't trust his father, for one thing. I don't trust anybody with that much money. Oh, Anki. And even if I haven't got a reason, the fact is I can't stand that kid. The way he hangs around here, and... Well, every time I look at him, he's grinning at me. He's always polite. Yeah, too doggone polite. I can't stand a kid that's politer than I am. But now, Ben. Did I tell you I ran into Ben? I ran into him right in the street. State Street. No, you didn't tell me. That's a fact. Ran into him. He's looking fine, too. Is he still in uniform? Uh, I didn't notice particularly. <laughs> yeah, but he looked fine, just fine. And he asked how you were. Asked quite uh, enthusiastically. You don't say. I do say. Seemed very much interested in your welfare. So, uh, naturally, I, I invited him to Sunday dinner tomorrow. You didn't? Yes, I did. 
Now, isn't that a nice surprise? No, it isn't. You're inviting Ben around because you don't like Marshall, that's all. That's not true, Marjorie. I asked him because he's a fine fellow. Ben is a man who has served his country in his hour of need. He's returned from two years of danger, of hardship. He's a hero. How do you know? Because I was in the last war, that's how. <laughs> of course he's a hero. Who are you talking about, huh? Ben Waterford. I've asked him to dinner tomorrow. Ben? Yippee, maybe he'll bring me some souvenirs. Boy, could I use a couple of bayonets and a carbine? Now, Leroy. Okay, just the carbine. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, it'll be great to see Ben again, huh, Marge? Apparently, it'll be great for you and Uncle Mort. I think maybe the best plan would be if you two entertained him. Now, see here, young lady. Ben Waterford has come back from two years in our Navy. It's your patriotic duty to be nice to him. But I'm practically engaged to another boy. You are not. And Ben was engaged to another girl. Forget it. But, Uncle. You'll give Ben a nice time tomorrow if I have to sit here and watch every minute of it. Can I watch too, Uncle? No. <laughs> now, come on, both of you. Let's eat supper. Great Gildersleeve will be back in a few moments. I have with me tonight a lady who has volunteered to answer a few questions about parquet margarine. I'll be glad to, Mr. Lang. I know that many of our listeners will be interested in your answers because parquet margarine is a spread for bread that's preferred by millions. Well, I'm one of those millions, Mr. Lang. And that brings me to my first question. Why do you prefer parquet? Well, because, like the rest of my family, I like parquet's flavor the best. Then you've discovered that parquet's fresh, delicate flavor is still unmatched. That's a good way to put it, Mr. Lang. Do you realize what an important food parquet is in supplying your family with needed nourishment? Mm, I've heard you say many times that it's fortified with vitamin A. That's right. And it's also one of the best energy foods you can serve. Now, my last question is, have you compared the price of parquet with other spreads? I know it's economical. I'd pay just about half as much for parquet as I'd have to pay for costly spread. Well, in answering all those questions, you've explained why parquet margarine is a favorite of millions. And to those who haven't tried parquet yet, I'd like to suggest that you do so soon. That's P-A-R-K-A-Y. Parquet margarine. Made by the Kraft Foods Company. <laughs> Let's get back to the great Gildersleeve, who has prepared a rousing welcome for the Navy. Judging by the fuss, you'd think the guest he was expecting for the Sunday dinner was at least Admiral Halsey. All morning long, he's been bustling around the house, issuing orders, countermanding them, supervising Leroy, supervising Bertie, supervising everybody. Leroy, pick up these shoes. I didn't put them there. Well, they're yours. Pick them up. Put them where they belong. Gosh, I got blamed for everything around here. Marjorie, aren't you going to get dressed? I am dressed. Pants and sweater? That's no way to come to Sunday dinner. What's wrong with it? You never objected before. Well, it's no way to greet a guest. He's your guest. You greet him. You... My dear, you're being very silly about Ben, and I won't have it. You go upstairs and put on something nice. I want you to make yourself attractive, understand? Well, I still don't see what's on Men a... don't like girls in pants. Marshall does. Well, I don't like Marshall. <laughs> well... Are you going to do as I say? If you insist. Hey, here he comes. Here comes Ben. You see, my dear, you're too late. I'll get him. I'll go. Leroy, Leroy, come back here. You hear me? Well, it's Ben. I saw him coming up the wall. Let your sister open the door. Marjorie? Marjorie, where are you going? Up to change my clothes. I wouldn't think of coming. 
to dinner like this. You can't find that girl. Well, somebody let him in. Here, I'll go. Let me. We'll both go. Well, Ben. Hiya, Mr. Gildersleeve. Hiya, Ben. How's the kid? Say, is he getting any battles? I got a model of a P-40 for Christmas. Yeah. You want to help me put it together? Now, Leroy. You know what? I learned the whole Morse code. Piggy and I can send each other messages. Hey, go send it's one. It's neat. I got drums, too. Huh? I got drums. Last year, I got a dog, but he ran away. I can stand on my hands. You want to see me? I sure do. <laughs> Not just now, Leroy. Hello, Ben. Hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> Come on in, my boy. Come right in. Thanks. Well, well, well. So you're home from the wars, eh? Yep, I'm home, all right. Hey, where's your uniform? Well, I took it off. You mean you're not in the Navy anymore? Nope. Civilian now. Gosh. Well, you're looking fine, Ben. What are we standing here for? Come on in the living room. Hey, Leroy, run in the kitchen and tell Bertie Ben's arrived, will you? Sit down, Ben. Sit down. Thank you, sir. Well, well, well. So you're back, eh? Yes, sir, I'm back. <laughs> well, that's fine. Well, you'll find everything pretty much the same around here, Ben. Things haven't changed much. Well, things look pretty much the same. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Not much change. Uh, smoke a cigar? Uh, no, thanks. Pretty close to dinner. I guess I won't start one either. <laughs> so you're back. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, we've missed you, Ben. All of us. Uh, by the way, where's Marjorie? The... Uh, she'll be right down. She's been dying to see you, Ben. But the minute she heard you were coming, she ran upstairs to uh, powder her nose. Oh. Yeah, you know how girls are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, indeed. She's dying to see you, Ben. Oh, uh, is that you, my dear? Hurry down. Speaking to me, Uncle Morris. Oh. Oh, Marjorie. Hello, Ben. You here? Welcome home and all that. Say, Uncle... Yes, sir. Dying to see you, Ben. <laughs> well, let's go in to dinner, eh? Shall we? I could eat a horse. Marjorie. <laughs> Let me give you another piece of pie. Oh, no, thanks. Nonsense. You've only had two pieces. Pass up his plate there, Marjorie. He says he doesn't care for any. Well, it isn't that. I just... Well, I, I thought they fed you in the Navy. Gosh. <laughs> well, in that case, what do you say we adjourn, eh? Yeah, come on up to my room, Ben. I'll show you my drums. Now, oh. my boy, Ben didn't come over here to see your drums, you know. He came to see your sister. Oh, Uncle Mort. Uh, some other time, eh, Leroy? That's right, some other time. Right now, there's a nice fire in the living room, and I know that you and Marjorie have a lot to talk over, Ben. Oh, really, Uncle Moore? So you, Leroy, are going to go upstairs and take a nap. Take a nap in the daytime? <laughs> Nothing like it after a big Sunday dinner. I haven't taken a nap since I was three. <laughs> Absent-minded. <laughs> now, my boy, Marjorie, you take Ben into the living room and make yourself comfortable there in front of the fire while I have a word in private with Leroy. <laughs> Well, I guess we're being driven into the living room, Ben. I hope you don't mind. Not me. Now, Leroy, you listen to me. Do I have to take a nap, Uncle? I'm not going to have you pestering Ben and Marjorie. Uh, would you rather go to the movies? Than take a nap? Are you kidding? Yeah. All right, you can go to the movies. 
Well, uh... Oh, oh, yes, money. Here, bring back the change. Gee, thanks, Uncle. And this time, bring it back. Okay. Well, go ahead. What are you going to do? I don't know. I may take a nap. Run along. What are you standing there listening for? Go to the movies and mind your own business, Leroy. I'm not listening. I, uh, stopped to tie my shoe. Do you want to go to the movies? Okay, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> listening. The very idea. I wouldn't think of listening. Just want to see how they're getting along, that's all. <laughs> Awfully quiet in there. How you been, Marge? Oh, fine. How you been? Oh, fine. <laughs> fine and dandy. You're looking well. Oh, I'm fine. You look well, too. Oh, I am? I'm fine. Fine. That cleans that up. (laughs) (laughs) Nice fire, isn't it? Yes, it is. I like fires, don't you? Yes, I do. Me too. <laughs> Forget the fire, will you? You're getting off the track. Your uh, uncle's looking well. Yes, yes. I say your uncle's looking well. Oh, he is. He's fine. Will somebody say something? Oh, well, Leroy seems to be the same old Leroy. Yes, I guess he always will be. And Bertie, she looks just the same as ever. Yes, Bertie's just the same. Oh, brother, I gotta do something about this. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you two have been chatting your heads off, I suppose. I don't blame you. Two years is a long time. Ben, my boy, how does it feel to be back? Oh, it's well, I can tell you it's good to have you back, isn't it, my dear? Yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, Marjorie's been complaining there weren't any boyfriends around here afield to her. But I guess that's fixed now, eh, my dear? Uncle Moore. Yes, indeed. I really worried about her, Ben. <laughs> Couldn't get her to go out with anybody all the time you were away. She just sat here knitting and sewing and... Uncle, you know that's not true. Well, she may have gone out once or twice, maybe, with a boy across the street. But the point is, Ben, that down underneath... Well, it's been pretty obvious to everybody, except Marjorie herself here, maybe, that as far as she was concerned, you were the only... Telephone, Uncle Mort. Uh, Bertie will answer it. You better go. It might be for you. Bertie will answer it. But it might be something important. Mr. Gilsey, telephone. See? Who is it, Bertie? The old goat, what does he want? All right, Bertie, I'll be there. You mustn't mind Uncle Mort, Ben. Oh, I don't. I, I think he's swell. Well, I don't know what's got into him. There's not a word of truth in anything he said. There's not? Not a word. Oh. Do you mind if I say something? Not at all. What is it you wish to say? Well, you seem different. Oh? How? Well... When I went away, when I joined the Navy, you were just a kid then. I mean, well, you were just a kid. But now, gosh, you're practically grown up. A lot can happen to a girl in two years. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know, you seem different, too, somehow. You're not as shy as you used to be. Yeah, I get over all that. Pretty near. <laughs> Tell me, about that girl you wrote me you were engaged to. You never answered my letter. No. Why? I was mad. Oh, I wondered. How could you wonder? 
Oh, I was a dope, I guess. I mean, well, you were just a kid when I went away, and I never really thought of you that way, I guess, but gosh, I... Look out, here comes Uncle Mort. Yo... <clears throat> well, how you been, Marge? Oh, fine. <laughs> you been? Oh, fine. Don't tell me you haven't gotten any farther than that. What do you mean? You know perfectly well what I mean. All right, go ahead. Be stubborn. I give up. I wash my hands of the whole thing. Well, Mr. Gildersleeve, did I do something? No, you didn't do a confounded thing. That's what I'm complaining about. What can I do for you this afternoon? I want to complain about my niece. Marjorie? What's the matter with her? She's stubborn. That's what's the matter with her. Stubborn as a mule. Well, I've always thought of Marjorie as one of the most obedient and well-behaved young ladies I know. Well, she is. But confounded, she insists on running around with that Marshal Bullard. Oh. No good, lazy, supercilious young upstart. I can't stand him. Don't like the way he calls you sir all the time. Don't like the way he parts his hair. Anyway, he's no good. Did I say that? Words to that effect. Oh. Well, I mean it. Now, you take Ben Waterford. Ben's as nice a boy as you'd want to know. Yes, he is. I like Ben. Everybody likes Ben. The trouble with him is he's spineless. There he is, just out of the Navy. A nice, attractive fellow. So I invite him to dinner, and what happens? What? Peavy? I never knew how hard it was to get a sailor and a girl together. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I know you hear all those stories, but so help me, Peavy. They're sitting there right now, the two of them, talking about the weather and getting no place. Doesn't sound like our Navy. <laughs> I tell you, Peavy, I heard them. Well, Mr. Gillespie, there's an old saying. You can lead your horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yeah, I know, I know. Mm, pretty sound. Another old saying. Rome was not built in one day. Mm -hmm. I know, I've heard that one, too. And then what is it the fellow says? He who fights and runs away will live to fight another day. What's that got to do with Marjorie and Ben? Nothing. It's just an old saying. <laughs> Peavy, I don't know why I come in here. I honestly don't. Well, I don't either. But you, you seem to want to make conversation, so I try to oblige. You're a friendly druggist. That's me. Man wants conversation. It's my... advice I want, PB. Advice, not conversation. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Gillespie. We're fresh out of advice. I... I'm expecting some in Monday. Yes. <laughs> Spare me your heavy-handed wit, PB, if you please. You really want to know what I think, Mr. Gillespie? Certainly. Well, as an old saying comes to mind, spare the rod and spoil the child. Marjorie is too old to spank, PB. Just the same. You better put your foot down. I found out years ago, once you let a woman get the upper hand, well, there's an old saying they used to use. Yeah, I know. There's no fool like an old fool. Well, now, I wouldn't say that. Goodbye, baby. <laughs> you know, maybe Peavy isn't such an old fool at that. 
No, by George. I've taken all the nonsense I'm going to. I'm going back there and I'm going to tell Marjorie what's what. You back? How long have I been gone? Oh, I just stayed for the main feature. I already saw the mummy's revenge. Yeah, oh, I see. Where's Marjorie? Where's Ben? Ben? Oh, he left. Marjorie's around somewhere. <laughs> All my work for nothing. Yeah. That again. Now, see here, my dear. Yes, Uncle? Stop fooling around with that piano and listen to me. I'm listening. What's wrong? I want you to stop all this mooning around. Mooning around? What you're doing right now. I was just playing a tune on the piano. Can't a girl just Yes, play? and I'm sick of it. You sit here all day long daydreaming. Get him off your mind, you hear? Forget him. Tell him to stop writing you those letters. And what's more, tell him in the future to stay off the property. Tell who to... Marshall. Oh, him. What do you mean, oh, him? I wasn't even thinking of Marshall. You weren't? You mean when you were sitting here just now... Not bad. Well, I'll be done. When did he... I mean, how did he... <laughs> well, I'll be done. <laughs> you know, that's really a very pretty song, my dear. How does it go again? I'm as busy as a spider spinning daydreams. I'm as giddy as a baby on a swing. I haven't huh? seen a crocus or a rosebud or a robin on the wing. It might as well be spring. It might as well be. It might as well be Ben. <laughs> By George, I owe an apology to the United States Navy. <laughs> We'll hear from the great Gildersleeve again in just a moment. Nutrition experts say that one of the best sources of energy for your wintertime diet is the spread for your daily bread. So I'd like to remind you once again that delicious economical parquet margarine is one of the finest energy foods you can possibly serve. It's made of selected highly refined vegetable oils from the farmlands of America, wholesome oils that are so rich in food energy. Parquet margarine also has important vitamin A added to every single pound. And since it's only about half the price of costly spreads, you can afford to spread parquet generously on bread, toast, pancakes, and waffles. So make your wintertime meals taste extra good and make them extra nourishing, too, by serving parquet as your regular spread. That's P-A-R-K-A-Y, parquet margarine. Made by Kraft. <laughs> Pretty hot. 
Well, maybe I can stand it. Oop. <laughs> Uh, ah. Well, well. Little Marjorie and Ben. Good day's work. When you come to the end of a perfect day. And you... Pam, you in there? Yeah. What are you doing? Taking a bath, getting myself clean. Something you ought to do oftener. Don't worry about me, my boy. Go to bed. Good night. You too, folks. Don't wait up for me. I may be here quite a while. <laughs> the Great Gildersleeve is played by Harold Perry. It is written by John Whedon and Sam Moore. The music is by Jack Meekin. This is John Lang speaking for the Kraft Foods Company and inviting you to listen in again next week for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve. Do you know about this easy way to pep up wintertime meals? Good cooks do it every day simply by adding the flavor tang of Kraft salad mustard to a variety of cooked dishes. Creamy smooth for blending and delicately spiced, this golden Kraft salad mustard has just what it takes to liven up egg and cheese dishes. Puts an extra tempting flavor tang into meats, gravies, and barbecue sauces. And for sharper tastes, there's also Kraft mustard with nippy horseradish added. Buy both of these delicious Kraft mustards when you shop tomorrow. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.